This is a presentation from Narara Valley Baptist Church, a church that's desperate for God and passionate for people. So hi everyone, great to be here with you again. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm John, John Morrison, the interim pastor. I've actually been here now for just over two months, but as Lewis said, this is my first time preaching at night. I I have been along, I've done a bit of hosting, Um, I think I said a prayer at one of the one of the Sunday nights, Um, but not the actual preaching. So, yeah, first up. Um, I usually preach, though, in the morning, and I leave the the night to Lewis and Johnny. You may have noticed they're a little bit closer in age to you than I am. But as a special, I'm here tonight. Um, We won't make a regular thing of it because uh, they're great preachers. I know you love hearing them, but, yeah. I've got something to share with you tonight. So this morning I did actually preach uh, on the topic of bearing one another. Um, In other words, putting up with one another. Now that's an interesting thing to have in the Bible, isn't it, about church, that we've got to put up with one another. But there it was and Paul wrote that presumably because they needed to hear it. People weren't putting up with each other, they weren't bearing bearing up with one another. Uh, but that's not what I'm preaching on tonight. Um, were any of you here for this morning's service? I can see one or two. Yep, yeah, a couple. Well, fantastic, great. Double blessings on you. Um, uh, you'll be glad, those of you who were here this morning, to hear this next little bit because um, I was supposed to preach on the same topic tonight, which is bear with one another but I made a late decision not to uh, to talk about something else so sorry Lewis if you wanted really wanted me to talk on bear with one another um, see me later if you're not happy about that Um, you trust a great okay Um, look it is sort of related Um, still has the word bear in it and it is about relationships with one another, so um, I, I think I can get away with it. So when, when I was actually preparing this morning's sermon and looking up verses that say, bear with one another, I came across quite a, a few verses that use the word bear, but with a different sense, with a different meaning. So I ended up, in my preparation, going down quite a few different rabbit holes Um, when I was doing my preparation. Now, you might not think that you would find bears down rabbit holes, but I did. There are lots of references in the Bible to bears um, of the growling type. Last Sunday night, Lewis preached on an event involving Elisha and poisonous stew, and he mentioned how intrigued he is by some of the little stories in the Old Testament about this particular prophet. Well, how about this one? In just two verses, in 2 Kings chapter 2, we have the story of two bears that rip apart 42 boys who disrespectively called Elisha Baldy. Now, there's an interesting story, isn't it? (laughs) 
Not that you have to worry about people calling you that, Lewis. Now, um, I'm not going to preach on that type of beer. So, uh, I mean, having, having just mentioned that story, I'm not going to preach on it. Uh, what I am going to speak on tonight, and it's not about bear with one another, I'm going to talk tonight on another instruction in Scripture, which is bear one another's burdens. This goes way beyond just bearing with one another. And that's why I'm, I'm keen to speak on this topic tonight, to bear one another's burdens. We find that expression in the beginning of Galatians chapter 6. And I believe you young people have been studying the fruit of the Spirit recently, including at BAM camp, that's right? Yep. Uh, Well, the fruit of the Spirit is at the end of Galatians chapter 5. And then at the beginning of chapter 6 in Galatians, we have this. My friends, if anyone is detected in a transgression, you who have received the Spirit should restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Take care that you yourselves are not tempted. And here it is, bear one another's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. For if those who are nothing think they are something, they deceive themselves. All must test their own work then that work rather than their neighbour's work will become a cause for pride. For all must carry their own loads. Now this word bearing simply means carrying. And in this context, the implication is helping others to bear or to carry. I love the illustration that goes with this verse in the Good News Bible. That's the one there at the top. I think that really brings out the message of what bearing is, brings it out simply but but quite beautifully. Uh, The other picture there is uh, a real world example that I also like. And here's another real world example, Uh, a family pic, I had to throw it in somewhere. Um, That's Christine and me, Christine's my wife, uh, with uh, our four boys and one of our daughters-in-law. Uh, We're about to begin the overland track in Tasmania. Uh, Goes from Cradle Mountain to Lake St. Clair. It's a seven-day wilderness trek uh, that meant that we had to carry all our food for the seven days, our cooking equipment, our sleeping bags and sleeping mats and tents to sleep in. Uh, So quite a load. Uh, We distributed it all so that the fittest and strongest carried more. And uh, I won't tell you how much I was carrying, but, yeah, we, that's how we did it. Um, uh, but even then, uh, there were a couple of days where uh, two of our boys rushed ahead um, at the end of the day, left their packs, and then came back a couple of kilometres to get the packs of others. That's bearing one another's burdens. Burdens are the things that weigh us down and make it difficult to move on. Like here. Uh, I must admit, I much prefer the earlier pictures, not, not the family ones, but the ones before that, of people helping each other rather than um, this being the case. Burdens can be 
sin and guilt, as in verse 1 of our passage. But the word for burdens is a more general one that covers such things as worries and suffering, sorrows, uh, grief, uh, emotional um, difficulties, and even relational problems can come under that um, concept of burdens. To help others who are going through things like that is a big part of bearing one another's burdens. Now, let me give you an example of the opposite. The scribes and Pharisees in Jesus' day. This is what Jesus said about them in Matthew 23, verse 4. He said, They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on the shoulders of others. But they themselves are unwilling to lift a finger to move them. What an indictment against those men and they were all men uh, the scribes and the pharisees of jesus day jesus was talking about the heavy burdens of their legalistic approach to the law and religion paul himself interestingly enough had been a pharisee early on in life but he rejected that whole legalistic way of trying to please god that's why this topic of bearing one another's burdens and not adding to them was so dear to Paul's heart. He was keen for people to know freedom in Christ, not to be weighed down by burdens. And that, in fact, is the major theme of this letter that he wrote to the Galatians, uh, our freedom in Christ. The second part of uh, that verse in Galatians 6.2 says that by bearing one another's burdens, we fulfill, or that simply means obey, and a lot of the translations have that, we obey the law of Christ. Now, to my mind, that sounds pretty important. Pretty important, don't you think, to obey the law of Christ if we're calling ourselves Christians? But what is the law of Christ? Well, the Pharisees thought they were obeying the law, but they got it so very wrong, as Jesus said. That verse um, that I've put up there uh, from back in chapter 5 of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 14, which comes just before the fruit of the Spirit, is super helpful here. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. That's the law of Christ, according to Paul. The new commandment of love that Jesus gave to his disciples. So bearing one another's burdens is central to loving one another, which we're supposed to do. That's what Jesus told us to do. He summed up the law in that way. So are you with me so far? Is that, is that sort of clear, what, what we're getting at when we talk about bearing one another's burdens? I saw a few nods. That's good. Okay, great. I won't give you a quiz, but it's nice to have a few nods. Well, I'm glad that's clear because here's a complication which might confuse things a bit. Have a look at the last verse of our passage, verse 5, where Paul says, for all must carry their own loads. That seems a bit of a contradiction, doesn't it, to what he said earlier. How could bear one another's burdens, but... He's saying, carry your own loads. 
but it's not a contradiction. The Greek word translated burdens in verse 2 is different from the word translated loads in verse 5. I mean, they're both things that you carry, but they're different words in English and in Greek. And this is actually a good translation of what uh, the Greek actually says. Unfortunately, the old King James Bible, which people relied on for centuries before all these modern translations, translated the two different Greek words with the one word burdens. Now that's confusing, but I think this is a little bit clearer. The word translated burdens means a heavy load that one person is not expected to carry and probably can't carry. The word translated loads is a small personal load. It's the word used for the small personal pack that a Roman soldier would wear uh, with just the minimal necessities in the back of it. I guess we'd call it a day pack. So a day pack, if you think of a day pack rather than a, a backpack, you know, a heavy backpack, uh, that's the difference between those two words. Uh, J.B. Phillips, who did a translation of the Bible, uh, translates verse 5 as every man should shoulder his own pack. Every man or woman, obviously, should shoulder their own pack. In the context, there are some things that remain our responsibility that we just can't pass off onto others. We remain responsible for our own actions and our own conduct, and ultimately, we're responsible to God for the things that we do, for the works that we carry on. So some things are our own load, but we can share our burdens with one another and we can help others to carry their burdens. Well, I hope that didn't confuse you too much because I'm going to throw another curveball at you, uh, something that Jesus said which seems to contradict both those things, both the idea of bearing one another's burdens and bearing our own. Here it is here in Matthew. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden that I give you is light. Can you see the contrast here between Jesus and what he said about the scribes and the Pharisees? They bind up heavy loads and load them onto people's backs. Jesus says, my burden is light. And it's easy, you'll be able to carry it because you can bring your loads to me. Jesus says that to go to him is the right thing to do. To go to him with our burdens and he'll provide the relief that we need and long for. Now, there's no contradiction here. Um, I, I said maybe it's a contradiction with what Paul has said, but really there's no contradiction. This is something else that we can do with our burdens. And that's especially the case if you're thinking of burdens in the sense of sin and guilt. Jesus died so we could be free of the burdens of wrong things that we have done. We'll, remember, we'll be remembering that a whole lot more and giving thanks for that over Easter in just two weeks' time. 
But burdens also come, as I said before, in the shape of cares and worries and concerns. We can also take those to the Lord. And he has, in fact, invited us to come to him and bring those burdens to him. Some of you are like the guy in this picture. You are weighed down with burdens. You're carrying too much. Not a day pack. I mean, that's a full-on burden. Listen again to what Jesus said, because I think these words are for you, if that's how you're feeling. Come to me, Jesus said, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. When you hand your burdens over to Jesus, that doesn't mean that you're not taking responsibilities for your actions. In fact, it is acknowledging them and dealing with them in an appropriate way. Note in uh, verse 30, I won't put it up again, but in verse 30 of our passage, um, that we still have a burden to bear, but it's easy in comparison. Uh, Jesus said his burden is light. So we do still have to carry something, but because of the grace of Jesus, it's easy and it's manageable. Also, taking your burdens to the Lord doesn't mean that you don't share them with others. It's not a matter of just taking it to Jesus and you don't have to do anything else. Others may be able to help you with your burdens as well. In fact, what's interesting is that that's the way God often chooses to work, through others. I think I could even say that it's the way God usually works uh, through others, brothers and sisters, other Christians who are able to help. A man falls over a cliff and manages to grab hold of the limb of a tree on his way down. Uh, not a true story, I'm, I'm building up to a joke, so be prepared to laugh at the end, won't you? I mean, I've given you a hint, this is meant to be a joke. See the cartoon? So he, he's fallen over the cliff, he manages to grab hold of the limb of a tree on his way down. Lord, he says, rescue me, please. Not long later, a, a rope comes down over the cliff and a rescuer from the top of the cliff says, grab hold of the rope and you'll be safe. Well, the man thinks about it for a minute and says, no thanks, the Lord is going to rescue me. The rope goes back up and then comes down an abseiler. And he's abseils down the cliff and he's right beside the guy and he says, reach over and grab my hand and we'll be safe. I'll be able to get you to the top. The man says the same thing. No thanks, the Lord is going to rescue me. And so the abseiler goes back up the top of the cliff. And then a helicopter comes and hovers over the guy and a, and, and a harness comes down and the helicopter pilot says, grab hold of the harness, put it around you and I'll be able to get you up to the top of the cliff. Uh, the man immediately responds, no thanks, the Lord is going to rescue me. Well, just then, uh, the branch cracks and gives way. And on his way down, the man yells out, Lord, why didn't you rescue me? And a voice booms down from heaven. What more did you want? 
I sent you a rope and an abseiler and a helicopter. That's, that, that's it. Thanks, Lewis. That's, yeah, that's the cue to laugh. I mean, it is serious, so you didn't have to laugh. Uh, there's a serious point there. What, I, what I'm getting at is that often God works through others. And, uh, and I'm sure this is why we have this instruction, to bear one another's burdens. Even though we can bring our burdens to Jesus and leave them with him and he gives us rest. Now, something a little bit more serious now as I come back to our main theme, bear one another's burdens. In 1969, a band called The Hollies, uh, they were big when I was a teenager. Has anyone else ever heard of them? Grant, you know The Hollies. <laughs> a few people have. Okay. Oh, yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer remembers The Hollies. They had a worldwide hit with a song called He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother. Now, even if you've never heard of The Hollies... Um, you would know the name of the pianist that joined them for the production of this song. It was Elton John uh, in his early days. The song title and the sentiments in the song seem to have been inspired by events connected with a charity in the US called Boys Town. In 1918, a young boy with heavy leg braces uh, because of polio, that's what they used to do back then, um, so that kids with polio could walk. Uh, he regularly had to be carried up and down the stairs at Boys Town. Father Edward Flanagan, the founder of the home, asked one of the older boys if carrying the younger boy was difficult. And the reply was, he ain't heavy, Father, he's me brother. Those words later became the Boys Town slogan. Here are some of the words of the song... Uh, that uh, seems to have been inspired by, um, by that story from Boys Town. Uh, this, is, this is the song that the, the Hollies had a hit with. I won't read you all the words, but just listen to these words. The road is long, with many a winding turn, that leads us to who knows where. But I'm strong, strong enough to carry him. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. So on we go. His welfare is of my concern. No burden is he to bear. We'll get there. For I know he would not encumber me. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. If I'm laden at all, I'm laden with sadness. That everyone's heart isn't filled with the gladness of love for one another. It's a long, long road from which there is no return. While we're on the way to there, why not share? I think this is what Paul and Jesus were on about, expressed in a different way, of course. What a difference it would make in the church. What a difference it would make in the world if we all took those sentiments to heart. So, bear one another's burdens and thus fulfil the law of Christ, which is love.
This has been a presentation from Narara Valley Baptist Church, a church that's desperate for God and passionate for people. To continue the conversation, we invite you to join us Sundays at 9.30am and 5pm or on our website at www.nvbc.info.